you what in the gush gosh gash is going on i am nick this is nick flanagan weekly and here we are now entertain us i do feel stupid and i do feel contagious we are in the dog days of summer here august has started it feels like i haven't spoken with you in a while i guess i needed to take a second and uh regroup get my life on track somewhat and uh here i am and this is actually pretty much the one year anniversary of the show i hope you enjoyed uh, michael deforge's episode the other day in case you are listening for the first time this is nick flanagan weekly i am said nick and it's a podcast done by me a guy who does various types of uh you know mm, uh, creative expressions and uh this is i talk a bit about mental health i talk a bit about silly things i talk a bit about ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-boo and uh, sometimes i have guests but i don't have one today and a year ago i started the podcast as a solo podcast with much worse sound than you're hearing now no idea how to edit on logic no one helping me edit on logic uh the production program logic uh help from my friend carrie to get my computer souped up so i could even record a podcast on it microphones also received via help (laughs) basically undergoing a lot of help people are really good at helping me really nice about that and uh i had just moved back from a time in los angeles and uh on and off three years there back and forth uh and i got busted up there for a variety of reasons the simple fact is that uh about five six seven years ago now i uh took a test for adult add they told me i had it and then i did some minor tweaks to my life but i didn't really get to the heart of it so when this crazy thing in my life happened moving to la uh right after a loss uh i was just like what in the silly billy heck is is happening and i thought i could handle it definitely couldn't handle it (laughs) had a lot of fun met a lot of people did some things but uh overall i think it was not a shining moment for me in terms of how it left me feeling which was very drained several years later and also older which is just a natural factor of not dying so that's a nice thing but i did feel older coffeeer uh i drank more coffee and i was coughing more which has been reduced although i did take a pulmonary test the other week just to see if i have asthma from my many years of abuse self-abuse i'm recording this right before going to do a show at the transac uh social club slash venue that i've been performing at since coming back it's pretty much my home base for doing stand-up and i like it i am so uh happy to still be doing this um i'm just overjoyed that people are listening that people want to come on it and that frankly i'm able to drag myself 
out of bed and onto the dang computer or off some application that's telling me, you know, that I owe money on my taxes or uh, off uh, a video game that's uh, kicking my butt and I'm going up here and I'm just talking to an, uh, talking to you from a microphone and being like, hey, how you doing? I'm a... I'm a podcaster. I mean, it is a big deal being a podcaster. Wow. So much... Um, so much responsibility. That's the only word I can think of. You know, we are your weathermen. We are the Walter Cronkites of this era, except none of us are qualified to report on the news or really to have any kind of an informed opinion, and yet we do. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I have things to say. The end of my story before, and you've heard this a million times if you've listened to the podcast, I don't know, is I came to town. I had to, like, get on medication. My friend Mike drove me. He picked me up. He dropped me off places. I saw Rick Green speak about ADD. I, I went to that with my mom. I had to move in with my mom here in this home in the center of Toronto. And uh, people get mad at me when I say Toronto. They're like, don't you know it's pronounced Tirana? And I'm like, I, I am from here. I pronounce this however I want. You know? I am not a guest in this culture. I'm a guest in some cultures. But not Toronto culture. Anyway, I saw Rick Green speak. He's a Canadian advocate for... Uh, um, attention deficit disorder in adults especially. He's a comedian from Canada who uh, was on all these shows and now he's just talking about ADHD. It's amazing. And that led to me going to groups. That led to me reading book after book about it, reading about other things, trauma, mental health. And uh, I really suggest if you're going through stuff that you very carefully uh, read things about whatever you're going through. And when I say carefully, I just mean if you're reading something and it's kind of depressing you, put it down. Pick up a book that is factual but maybe presented in a lighter tone because none of this should seem crushing. It should seem inspiring or something because you know as mu you're getting to know about as much as it about you're getting to know, to know about as much as you're getting to know about enough of a the subject as possible and that might is something to pat yourself on your hairy little back for i know you've got a little back <laughs> yeah so i don't know this last month i was trying to get off an antidepressant as well under doctor's supervision which is what you have to do but even then it wound up not being easy because it coincided with some troubles and I just wound up really getting stressed out and I got right back on that medication and it was funny because I was talking to my friend and he had a really similar story and it turned out it was about the same medication so we were both trying to get off it both realized eh, it's not really worth it to get off it because we're fine and I'm way better now you know it was a really smart decision to get back on it and you know uh, I really think that we're on the verge of this almost uh, amazing, uh, you know, 
change in perspective on you know mental health and just what people are able to talk about with each other because if you think about it the world is more connected than ever however we're only sharing kind of contradicting opinions but at some point if enough people admit i feel like a garbage can here's why well then some honest convos can result and hopefully that keeps people for from hurting themselves you know or hurting other people i don't know so but even beyond that i just think the stigma will be taken off mental health the stigma will be taken off of medication for mental health but the knowledge that we need to do way more than just get on medication and hope for the best because even though and i'll get to this later one year since coming back i don't even know where i'm at in terms of better or worse i don't know i do know that if i had just gotten on medication and tried to live my life if i'd just been meditating and tried to live my life if i'd just exercised and lived my life if i'd just gone to therapy and lived my life none of that uh it, it, it wouldn't things wouldn't be as clear feel as clear as they do now um if i was just on adhd medication and not antidepressants honestly and all of that other stuff and i know some of it is money so it's like you can't go to therapy and pay for a bunch of drugs and all the other stuff but you can exercise you can meditate you can go to support groups and you likely have a drug plan that can at least get you somewhat cheap medication and uh all i can say is that is your own but really pay attention to what the doctor is is listening to when you say well listening to when you tell them what you need and the drugs they're putting you on and if something's habit forming and a one-time calming thing don't rely on that that's just not an antidepressant yes it's annoying you might be on it for the rest of your life but it's designed for that at least other a lot of other drugs especially the anti-anxiety ones are just meant for emergencies so really consider that because there's terrible addiction problems with that stuff and um sleeping pills too unfortunately i mean that's what i realized as well is just especially in canada where where doctors are free that doesn't mean that they should be quick if someone's putting you on a drug where one of the side effects can be suicidal ideation they have to be like on it they should be calling you hey this is your doctor are you okay i make house calls that's what they should say to you with that exact voice even if that's not how they talk normally but yeah they've got to be as responsible as possible as does the patient but the fact is a lot of the time the patient is the one who is incapacitated so a lot of the time they need to be walked through stuff a lot of the time things that we want to do we need to be pushed into just to realize we can do them and i'm not talking about subways or haunted houses don't push people into subway tracks don't push people into haunted houses if we don't want to go to a haunted house 
you might get one of those poltergeist heart attacks people get from poltergeists. I always thought poltergeists were one of the lamest, uh, you know, monster things. Because you can't see them. They just throw crockery around. What's the big deal? Maybe they make, like, the bricks in your house bleed. It's about the most of it. Give me a good um, vampire or lich over a poltergeist. Even a ghost or a wraith. No poltergeists in my horror stories. I've done a bunch of things since we last talked. Since I last spoke with you. Saw a bunch of movies. Saw some Al Pacino stuff. Got a little obsessed with Al Pacino. Got obsessed with the Manson things for a moment. Because I was... I watched the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But all of that will come later. I mean, I'm just here... To say, a year later, this is where I'm at. Day by day, day to day, the day today is Tuesday. Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, but you'll probably be hearing this on Thursday or beyond. But I'm recording this on Wednesday. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I know a year ago, I was not in a great place mentally. You'd wake up and go, oh, God. Now I wake up and I think, oh God, but that's just because the cat's not with me. I like having the cat around. Or, oh God, I forgot to meal prep my breakfast. I'm going to have to make it myself right now. That'll take extra time. Um, but yeah, I mean, employment-wise, I don't know. It feels like maybe I've been working too hard on you know, things that don't pay for the last year, which is why I appreciate anybody on Patreon or, or Koofy who's helping me out. Uh, and it feels like maybe I haven't actually gotten to the bottom of why I am the way I am, and I don't know if I ever will. And that's probably okay. But it does feel a little strange to have a year done and say, you know, was this enough? I don't know. Was it? Where are you at a year from where last year? Do you, you weigh more or less the same? Do you have a new mustache? New hairdo? New gender? What's going on with you one year later? Let me know. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com I definitely learned more about how to make a podcast. I learned how to get sound in both ears on the, the you know, there's a couple of episodes where there's just sound out of one speaker. Uh, I think I'm getting better at the conversations with people. And yeah, I just, overall, I do think, and I learned a bit about editing, so that was really cool. So... If anything, I hope that the next year of this podcast, because I will be doing it for another damn year unless we lose listeners to the point where nobody's listening, then I'll stop. Uh, I'll probably be in... I'll even be better at doing the podcast. Next year, I'll probably have won a Peabody Award for this podcast, whose name I regret putting my name in. I should have called it, like, you know, uh, Scared of Everything with Nick Flanagan. Or... Uh, 
the cheese podcast where we talk about the different kinds of cheese with Nick Flanagan. But then you listen and it's still the same thing where I'm complaining. I've got a plant in my room now. A lot of things have changed. I got a plant in my room, a snake plant filling the room with good air. I have a dual monitor set up that I really thought today was going to be the figured out. I got a monitor the other week, didn't have an HDMI thing, so I had to buy all these adapters, plugged it in, it was weird. Then I uh, got another monitor and I plugged it in and it worked this morning. I was like, awesome, full color, this is great. And then I, I turned it back on and, and it, it wasn't working. So if you know anything about how to make monitors work, email weeklypodcast at gmail.com. You know, the other stuff that's been happening is, I don't know, plant, monitors, I got a Sega Dreamcast for a pretty low price. I've got a cool Sega Dreamcast uh, system. I'm playing Crazy Taxi on it. Real fun game. Uh, not really playing that many video games lately, I don't know, but I'm getting more. Uh, I'm really trying to I really kind of want to go back to my therapist just to figure out why I'm, what this video game thing is. Is, Am I trying to reclaim my childhood? Am I just trying to replay my childhood and beat the games that I never beat? And does that represent being a happier teenager? Do I need to beat these games to get over my childhood trauma? Tune in next week. But actually, it'll be sooner than next week. I think it feels good just cracking open this uh, show again because it just feels like I haven't talked in a really long time about stuff. So it feels pretty cool coming to you with this. I've got to go, though. i got to go do this show. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. If you enjoy the podcast, the Patreon really helps. Monthly support, as low as a dollar... It all helps. Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. If you would rather just give a one-time thing, co-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. You can just leave whatever you want. All of that money goes to me. The, the website doesn't take anything. And if you're a creator, I really think you should check out Kofi.com because it's a great way for people to throw you some support and 100% of it goes your way. Uh, of course, subscribe, rate, review. I know this is a weird episode. I feel like I didn't really get to the heart of anything, but... I'm just kind of throwing some stuff out there this time. Um, and I, I'm just so happy to have done a year of this. So thank you to all the people who've supported me on uh, Patreon or Kofi, and that's Jillian and Lisa, Martin, Andrew, um, Sarah, Johnny, Jason, <laughs> uh, Ian. I'm probably forgetting some other people. I'm very sorry. I, I had a list and then it went away. Let's see. Uh, Claire, Sean. I think that's it. If I'm forgetting anyone else, uh, let me know and I'll definitely shout you out. Uh, thanks to anyone who's written me letters. Thanks to anyone who sent me podcast messages to say you liked it. Thank you to Andy Lloyd for producing the interviews and, and really helping that improve and 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 taking care of that for me and peter kaliniak for the awesome 
logo, familyofspirits.com, is where you can check out more of his work. He's a great artist. Uh, Brittany Lucas, who has taken some great photos that we're going to eventually make into merch. So thank, and, and check out Brittany Lucas's Instagram if you want to see her photos, because she is really talented. And what can I say? That's the episode. Thanks for listening. Plan again. Weekly. Nick. Plan again. Weekly.